Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, which is a Transformers television podcast where we're going through the entire history of Transformers television, uh, season by season, but not in chronological order. I am your host, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. We're going to get to good episodes now. Yeah, we are, we are past the sort of triple part opener of transformers armada and as we mentioned episode three in particular was rough (laughs) um everyone looked real ugly and it seemed like they really had issues filling the time in that episode because if i remember correctly there was an entire like flashback to events that had happened like literally last episode or something there was also (laughs) there was also flashbacks to events that hadn't happened yet which was we didn't even know you could do that but they did they did it they found a way but now we are in the sort of first stage of the transformers armada series which i like to call uh finding guys this is the finding guys phase yeah, so you've heard you've heard makeup of a uh, makeup a guy. That's literally what this is. Every episode they just make up a guy and then they find him. Yeah, they make up a guy and they go to find him and for some goddamn reason they're taking these middle school children along with them, which I I feel as though is extremely inadvisable. I like to think I like to think that none of the Cybertronians actually know what a human adult is. They're like <laughs> you live such small pathetic lives. 12 is an adult, right? We're 4 million yeah. years old. Yeah, exactly. How 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 old could an how how it's a, like how old can an adult be, job? 13, I'm sure that's fine. Put on this jumpsuit. We're going to go to the desert. Literally, I literally have a note here that's get in loser we're going shopping. Yep. <laughs> uh these these are these are very fun episodes and like cuz we so I guess, should we just jump right in here with yeah. uh, episode four, uh, episode four, which in the dub is Comrade. Uh, in the sub, it's Evolution. It is specifically for any Digimon likers out there, out there, Shinka, which is the word then for Evolution that is used in Digimon. Um, so we are like starting right where we left off in episode three. The alarms are going off. A minicon has been found, except so- not really. Like, yeah, <laughs> Ratchet, Ratchet, Ratchet's at like the screen trying to nail it down, and Optimus is like, "Ratchet, why can't you figure it out?" And Ratchet's like, "Optimus, I'm gay and bad at math. I'm sorry." Optimus <laughs> <laughs> says, "I know this, and I love you." Um, and you're and, our CMO. <laughs> I'm sure yep. you did great on your med school exams. He did fine. So yeah, so the the, the minicon signal is like coming in and out. Um, and but they're pretty sure they have a general like area on where it is. Um, and in the dub, there was a very odd. I, I feel like it's a pretty obvious like mistranslation error because Rad calls it Big Canyon. Oh no! I'm pretty it's, sure it's just supposed to be the fucking Grand Canyon. It's it's Big Canyon. Really? It is literally Big Canyon. 
Probably Big because Canyon. they couldn't get away with saying Grand Canyon. Somehow they the Grand... can get away with saying Lincoln, Nebraska, but can't get away <laughs> with the Grand Canyon. Much to think about. Nebraska is desperate for any representation in <laughs> any media at all. So yeah. that makes sense. This is their, This was actually a, a Nebraska tourism video. <laughs> please, please set your cool robot show in our shield state. We'll do anything. Yeah, the <laughs> Grand Canyon anyone... National Park was not interested. Uh, yeah, if, uh, <laughs> if any of our listeners are in Nebraska, I'm sorry. And also, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, so, while all of this is going on, and everyone is, like, kind of uh, hustling to get ready, you know, hot shots running out, red alerts, getting all this stuff ready, and Carlos and Alexis are also real hype. Rad is just sort of, like, oh. getting lost in the shuffle. He's like, guys, wait, Big Canyon's really far away. Hang on, do we really want to go out there? Well... Well, first, before that, uh, they are able to sort of narrow down the zone a little bit because uh, Alexa comes over with her flip phone. This show ages right. itself every two minutes. Right. It, like I it is so fucking... so perfectly dated, and she's like, "Check this out! I got a flip phone that's hooked up to the internet." Have you heard of the internet? It's this cool thing that kids are using now. And, like, Ratchet's like, whoa, the internet! Do not let Hotshot onto the internet under any circumstances. So that's how they narrow it down. But yeah, they're all gonna go to uh, Big Canyon. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that she, like, hacks into the fucking (laughs) mini-com database. Yeah, she's in. She's in with her fucking Motorola Razor. Um, Listen, what couldn't those things do? We, we... We uh, peaked as a society technologically with the Motorola Razor. We truly did. Actually, this was like 2001, so this is probably pre-Razor. It's, yeah, it definitely is, because Razors, I was, again, I don't, I don't love aging myself here, but, <laughs> um, like, Razors were around when I was 13, which was like 2004. Yeah, I got my first cell phone in like... 2006 in middle school and it was a sony ericsson just a shitty little flip phone uh i had the transformers animated thing theme as my ringtone for a while there oh you would yeah so Um, they yeah so right so you know everyone is is kind of in, in a hurry and optimus you know says hey you know, hurry up and, and tag along, kids. We have we have custom made jumpsuits for you. Why? How? Shut so, up! Yeah. So they all they these jumpsuits phase onto them. They like stand on a platform and they just like materialize around them. I am choosing to believe because I cannot believe anything else that these are actually just holoforms that they created for Alexis the kids. Later mentions that they itch though. Okay, but, like, the holoforms have physical, have That's the ability true. to physically interact. Like, we know this. We watch, in other media, the ho- their holoforms, like, drink at bars. <laughs> that is right. So, yeah, that's probably, yeah, it's like some hard light stuff. That, yeah. that does make sense, because I don't know why they would have... Why the fuck they would have these, and how they would materialize them out of thin air otherwise. I have to believe they're holoforms. Yeah. And... and- Ratchet has a great line here where he's like, these should reduce your injuries. Okay, so you you are acknowledging here that you are about to put these children into a situation where they are likely to be injured. I believe that line is not in the dub. Yeah, go figure. Do not talk about the possibility of them getting injured. 
Oh boy. Yeah, but Rat is just like he's just he's just it's weird because in the in the first three episodes it's sort of like establishing Rad as the sort of like go Oh, by the way, I did forget to mention all those White Boy Wednesday jokes. Rad's last name is White. Are you serious? His name is Rad White. Ooh. I choose to believe that the way they 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 named him is that someone someone in the in the boardroom it was like fucking 2 a.m everyone was half asleep someone's like oh it's like a rad white kid or something in there i don't know when will like what when in my podcast will i escape farquad voice white (laughs) then someone erased the word kid and they just said "Eh, yeah good enough (laughs) sure but Rad is kind of supposed to be the, the sort of adventurous one, right? But here he's... He's, he's supposed to be the like, Rad one. He's supposed to be the Rad one, but here he's he's sort of coming across as like a worrywart. And this episode is really funny because Rad just keeps getting left behind by everybody. Yeah, this is like... It's so funny because Rad sounds like a PSA and everyone else is like, whatever, loser. Yeah, he's like... Guys, it's, it's such a long way to Big Canyon. We gotta th- we gotta think about our schedule. And Carlos and Alexa are just like shut the fuck up and get into the truck. As get in, loser. We're going shopping. We're gonna go find a guy. And literally, so he gets in. They're all in. Um, the three of them all hop into Optimus, and they're all warping out of there. And as they're warping. Rad's like, did you guys think about when we're going to get home? And Carlos and Alexa have like a, a beat. And then they're like, oh shit, you gotta let us off. And Optimus is like, nope, already warping. Bye. Uh, yeah, uh, this is our first warp gate scene. And once again, it looks it looks very cool. I love the like, the multicolored uh, flashes taking over their line art as they kind of yeah. get warped in. And then they stretch and their their outline uh, like lingers for a minute before snapping to them it's cool it's a cool effect it's cool it looks like a very unpleasant experience and by by the reaction of the kids on the other side uh they all want off mr optimus's wild ride yeah they're you know i wonder what kind of health side effects long-term health side effects repeated use of the warp gate has on an adolescent child probably nothing good no worse than drinking. It just messes up your liver a little bit, I'm sure. It's like you're, uh, it's like you can get back from space and your bone density is all fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, they don't like that very much. And I think it's, it's someone, it might have been Red Alert, or maybe it's often says, oh yeah, you, uh, you'll get used to that, I guess. <laughs> don't worry about it. I can't so imagine is... Ratchet saying that, so I'm gonna assume that it's Optimus, <laughs> who has, like, very little sense of responsibility towards these children in these this episodes, is... I will admit. Yes, th- all right, I think I have finally pinned down where Armada Optimus stands on the, like, on um, the Prime Dad scale, right? Where, like, Prime Optimus is is sort of maximum dad, full dad, and then, yeah, that's about as daddy, sorry, daddy, sorry, daddy, <laughs> as you get. Meanwhile, animated Optimus and Optimus Primal in Beast Wars are sort of at the other end of that, where they're they are not dad. They're they are at best shitty older brother, yeah. desperately trying to <laughs> control a bunch of unruly idiots. Um, Optimus Prime in Armada is a dad, 
but he's like a cool mid 2000s dad who doesn't mind if his kids smoke a little weed. He won't tell on them. He's know, not a dad. A he's a, uh, he's, oh my God, sorry. He's a cool uncle. Yeah, he's uh, an unattached uncle. <laughs> he's a cool uncle who shows up every so often at Christmas, gives them cool gifts. He's Uncle but Joey. Really, he's Uncle Joey. <laughs> oh my God, he is Uncle Joey. He is Uncle Joey. Yeah, he does not really, uh, you know, he doesn't, he, he seems to think, oh, these kids will probably be fine on their own. This is, no, he no cares. Skin on my nose. Like he's a loving dude. He's just has no sense of responsibility whatsoever. He's got a lot on his mind, so very often, uh, right? Like punching sort of... his his uh, messy ex in the face. Oh yes, very often the responsibility of falling, uh, responsibility for these kids falls on Red Alert, who is in fact a responsible guy, and who I would trust to babysit my kids, and Hotshot. Who is none of these things, and I would not trust him with anything. Okay, my I do have one note for uh, Hot Rod in these episodes, which is Hot Rods is the same. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yep. But we'll we'll get to that. Um. Anyway, so they all get they all get to Big Canyon, um, and um, immediately Carlos has. You can see where, like, the alliances between, like, the kids and the bots are falling. This happens yeah. in this happens in every Transformers media. This isn't, like, uh... It's a classic. Yeah, this is... But, like, every... There's usually, like, three kids, and each kid gets uh, uh, an Autobot of choice that is, like, their partner. Or, um, in the case of, of when there's only one kid character, usually you'll have a... a a kid appeal character that the human latches onto, such as, you know, G1 Bumblebee, right. animated but Bumblebee. But I mean, even in G1, you had, Bumblebee. I mean, you had like a story on Power Glide, you had, I mean. Yeah. There were, there well, were. Well, that's different. <laughs> right. Yeah, they she were sure did latch onto fuck. him. Holy shit. Yeah, man. A story <laughs> up. Girl, <laughs> more power to you. You're living the dream. <laughs> Excellent stuff, um, but yeah, no, but yeah, the the when there are like a a ensemble cast of kid characters, they do usually each gravitate towards a a, a bot partner. Right. Um, so, I think it takes a little bit for those to come out because I don't think Carlos because Carlos goes with Red Alert at first. I don't really think that's true. He he ends up being Alexa ends up Red Alert uh, with Ratchet, and Carlos ends up with Hot Rod. And uh, Rad obviously ends up with uh, Optimus. Well, one could argue that Alexis also has another, you know, robot. Okay, uh, again, her Autobot of choice is is Ratchet. (laughs) Her Autobot of choice, Her boyfriend is Starscream. Again, Astoria, Alexa, you guys are living the dreams. We'll get there. So, but yeah, so... Carlos immediately hops into Red Alert and they're off. And Rad is like, "Hey, wait a minute." Well, well first I think Optimus is like, "All right, everyone, partner up. Uh, I'm gonna go stand over here." He, yeah. Well, he's like, "I'm gonna scout ahead. I'm gonna take all the Microns with me because yeah, like, I'm gonna take the the boys here with me, the street action team. They can under because they can understand." And uh, Carlos is like, "All right, I'm hopping in with Ratchet." And oh, there's actually a really cute moment. I don't know if they kept it in the dub, but um, Alexa goes over to Hot Rod and she bows to him and goes Yoroshiku. She sort of, she sort of, she, it's it, the spirit of the same. She kind of goes over and like very politely asks Hot Hotshot for a ride. Like, can I ride with you, Hotshot? Yeah, and so like Yoroshiku doesn't have like a great 
translation yeah, to totally. English, but it's a sort of a combination of like "nice to meet you" and "please take care of me." Yeah, um, like, it, it, the spirit is the same. Yeah, not just like yeah, hop in, let's go for a go for a drive. There is also, I think, there's a bit. Where Carlos is like very excited to uh oh, well, to, to, well, to drive off. Yeah. But I what, one thing I do like is that Red Alert is he he isn't quite as bit as big of a stick in the mud as episode four might have you have you think or episode five might have you think because he well, you know Carlos is like all right time to hit the road and Red Alert's like hell yeah let's go fast Ratchet yeah Ratchet's really interesting in this show because um he looks like Jazz um his name is Red Alert or Ratchet depending on version and he acts like Prowl. He kind of does, yeah. He's like a, yeah. He's sort of a big amalgamation of a bunch of different of a bunch guys. of emergency vehicles. Yeah, <laughs> just and a so, lot of emergency vehicles. Well, actually, what I what I really like here is so Optim in the dub, Optimus tells Rad to ride with Hotshot, and then he drives off, not seeing Alexis go up to Hot. No one yeah. is paying attention. They to literally Rad at leave all. his ass. They they <laughs> desert him in the desert. Like this is the actual <laughs> classic definition of deserted in the desert bradley walks and we, then and and as rad finds himself alone in the nebraska no sorry in the, it's not nebraska they're in the, arizona i guess yeah in the arizona the desert Canyon. um we cut we do get a cut over to the decepticons moon base time moon yeah. base so time I, I actually have a question about the decepticons in the sub yeah. so obviously Megatron is probably the same, you know, megalomaniacal Decepticon leader always, you know, calls his, calls, calls his underlings like stupid assholes and whatnot. Yep. Uh, Starscream is in this one, you know, he's, he, they, I feel like at first they toned down a little bit of his emoness in these early episodes, but that really starts to shine through later. Yeah. I would say he's like, he's pretty similar between the, the sub and dub. Now, Cyclonus and Demolisher are the ones I'm curious about. So Cyclonus and the dub, is sort of a like berserker guy who loves to fight and he's always laughing, like yeah. cackling maniacally and shit. Is that true of Sandstorm? That, yes, that is absolutely true of Sandstorm. And, and Iron Demolisher. Ironhide just doesn't have a personality. That's that's interesting because if in uh, in the dub, he's like sort of a nebbish put upon suck up yeah. a little bit. Um, which I find very funny, and obviously it constantly gets him into conflict with Starscream, who is... Right, uh, I have a a, really funny, I have a really funny comment about that in the second episode that we watched here, actually. Um, but, so yeah, so we're at the Decepticon base, and everyone has noticed that there's, like, a new Micron signal. And, uh, Starscream's like, so we should probably go get that, right? And Megatron's like, No! And Starscream's like, what? <laughs> so, like, what do you mean? And, and Megatron's like, there's no rush. We know where it is now. As long as we get there before Optimus does the, and the Autobots do, then it's fine. And Starscream's like, okay, but they're clearly going there. So, like, what's your plan, dude? Like... And, 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 and this is when Sandstorm's like, oh, are you afraid because you don't have a micron on your own? And Starship's like, how am I the voice of reason here? Yeah, that, I think that's basically how it goes in the dub to her. Megatron's is like, you, you just want you, you just want to hurry out there because you want the minicon because yeah. you're the only one without one. Starscream is like, somehow, some way, I will be the voice of reason for the Decepticons, and literally everyone else in the room is like, more like being the voice of a loser. And Starscream's like, okay, cool, great. 
They fucking mercilessly roast his ass over the course cool, of these two episodes. It's cool army, bro. You know, Megatron just isn't, you know, Armada Megatron just isn't a very good leader, all things considered. He's he's also he's, not very smart. No, he's not. He is not. But you know what? He makes up for it with charisma. I assume that's how he got this far. Yeah. Charisma and being made of guns. So <laughs> Yeah. Just shooting from the hip, as we see later on. Oh, yes. So, we got back to Rad, standing alone in the desert, uh, just very sadly. And then Hot Hotshot pulls back up. This is, uh, and, and Alexis pulls out, because they're, they're uh, assumingly halfway during, down the drive, they remembered, oh, shit, we got Rad. Yeah, they're like, and, and I've watched Lando. Home Alone, I know how this ends. Yeah. Oh man. I I was about to say I wish there was some kind of Home Alone episode. I'm pretty sure there is like a like a Home Alone esque episode in Armada somewhere where the humans have to defend from the Decepticons. There's gotta be at least one episode like that in here. But yeah, so they get back here. This is one of the dub slip ups because uh when Alexis gets out and apologizes for, for getting too caught up in the speeches, Hot Rod is an amazing vehicle. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh, sisters, you don't have that trademark right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she's like, I, I, I just got really caught up in the in the in the adrenaline of the thing. It's it's you know it's it's just great. And Rad's like, okay, cool story. You still love me in the desert? Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, with uh, <laughs> Ratchet, Carlos is like, don't call me a cowboy until you see me ride. <laughs> they, they're just, they're, you know, uh, uh, Red Alert is an off-road vehicle, which means uh, Carlos is having a pretty good drive. Um, unfortunately, Hotshot is not an off-road vehicle. I mean, neither is because, Ratchet. But well, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a Hummer. He he is a more off-roady vehicle than a sleek sports car, which is what Alexis and Rad are riding in and just having the worst imaginable time. There's a great line in the sub as they are going through. Like, they're both having a terrible time, but Rad is definitely having the worst time than Alexa is. Oh, Alexa's yes. like, this sucks, but, like, I'm fine with it. Um, and, uh, like, Hot Rod is talking about how he should be on a highway going at 100 miles per hour or whatever, and Rad's You're right. like, and Rad's like, right. okay, but that's not us, and, and it's like, and, and eventually, like, Hot Rod slows down, he's like, man, I wish I was going faster than this, and, and Rad's like, well, I'm glad you're not, and Alexis hears him with this great line, it's like, What's wrong, Rad? You didn't want to try flying? <laughs> in the in the dub, she's she's like, oh, you know, I I, I was, you know, I, I was, uh, it was a pretty rough ride. I, I wasn't having a great time, but you were over there crying like a little baby. <laughs> Rad's like, I was not. Shut up. Yeah, but uh, so the hot hot uh, we, we there's like shots of Optimus just standing on a mountain somewhere and just person all this, just sort of looking. It's, like, huh. it's so funny. Is there a Minicon over there? Hey, guys, are you seeing Minicon over there? Like, boop, boop, boop. My no, job okay. here is done. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so, yeah, eventually, at some point, Hotshot uh, nearly <laughs> drives them off a cliff. Yeah. And, uh, and has to deploy his, like, I don't know what the hell these are. There's, he has, okay, he has, like, this giant, like, pincer. What it is is, like, um... 
I believe they're like saws, right? Because I think in the well, later episode, sort of. I mean, it looks like two pliers is what it actually looks like. Yeah. Right. It, um. But like they open up wide, and they're like these grooved things that ha- like come out from the front of him and like dig into the dirt. And we use him. We see him like use it to ram people over. <laughs> Sword scream uh, in, in the next episode. Um. And uh, do all sorts of things with. But here's just, like, a thing he can do. Cool. Yeah. You don't even need a minicon for that. Um, and, yeah, it's, at some point in all of this, the Decepticons have finally decided to get their asses onto Earth. Um, like, well, you should probably get the minicon before they do. So they warp down there. Yeah, Megatron, um, Megatron has, like, this really catty, like, line to Starscream where he's like, where everyone, again, like, everyone is mocking Starscream for his, like, apparent cowardice, and Starscream's literally like, I'm, I'm not afraid, it just seems like bad strategy, but okay. Um. For once, this Starscream is not a coward. Yeah. Categorically not a coward. Um, but he has, like, Megatron has, like, a really catty line to him where it's like, well, you're ju- you'll just be offering support, Starscream, so don't worry about it. You won't cool. be in any danger. I'll go down and get the Micron myself. It's what a- an asshole. It's so shitty. So, like, Megatron shows up with Sandstorm and uh, Ironhide in tow, and he's got a big iron on his hip. Big That's iron right. on it's- his hip. So he has figured out, okay... Last time I did this, I power links with Leader One. By the way, in the dub, they still don't use the term power links. It's they say combine, but they haven't figured out power links yet. Um, but he's like, all right. Last time I did this, I like fell on my ass because of how strong my fusion cannon was. So I just hold it this time. I'm not even unholstering it again. He's literally like, literally and metaphorically shooting from the hip. Yeah, he is. It's like a. It's his tank turret, so he can't actually detach it, so he just kind of oh. holds it like a gun. And it's it's Carlos and Ratchet that he's in front of, finally. Yes, like, it's Carlos and Ratchet. Um, I, like, it's Carlos and Ratchet he's in front of, and then I believe, uh, is it is it Hotshot who's being menaced by uh, Demolisher and Cyclonus? Yeah, it's, and, uh, yeah, so it's Hotshot with, uh, with Alexa and with Rad, who, uh, <laughs> Sandstorm and, uh, and Ironhide are going after. But, uh, yeah. There's a line here, Alexis, so Rad is obviously a bit freaked out by the fact that the Decepticons are here now, and Alexis says, just don't let them see that you're afraid. They're not bears, Alexis. (laughs) See, that's good! These were good episodes, everyone. They are. Like, one thing I really love about this is because the, the Autobots have these squishy humans riding around in their cabs, they can't, like... Uh, transform, so there's a lot of vehicular combat going on here. We see a solution, we see, we see oh. Hotshot's solution for this in the next episode, which we'll get to. But I do actually want to talk about Ratchet's solution, because it's also very good. Because yes. Ratchet, so Ratchet says to Carlos, he says, hold on tight. First of all, this kid isn't even wearing a seatbelt. Oh, none of them are. None of them are. But like, good God. So he says, hold on tight, and Carlos, like, turns around in his seat and clutches the entire back of the seat. Yes, he and does, like, oh, man. Blacker Ratchet, Blacker Ratchet, does the same yes. as Black Arachnia did. <laughs> so, 
he he tells he in the dub he's like he says to Collins, hey open my door so he does and then a fucking grappling hook sprouts out of it and he wall rides the canyon he literally spider slings himself across the canyon in vehicle in vehicle form. mode so he's just he's just a fucking emergency vehicle like, got stunts he's got he does got stunts um yeah and Megatron's like okay whatever I'm gonna um get this mini con because he realizes that Optimus has basically got into like they they've all identified there's like a weird shape in the wall and, yeah, there's like a there's like a weird circle in the canyon. And uh, Alexa and Rad, as as Hot Rod drove past it, were like, mm, "That's probably the minicon." And uh, Hot Rod like messaged Optimus and been like, "Hey, I think we found the minicon." So Optimus yep. has found the minicon, and Megatron realizes that, so he goes over to where Optimus is, and he's beating the shit out of him. Damn. Yeah, no, Optimus is like he he's he's putting himself between him and the minicon, right? And so he is, he is, tr- he is trying to not let it come to any harm. And so Megatron is just blasting him. Yeah. It's cannon. like, how big that matrix? Small. Leave me alone. <laughs> because Optimus does not have a minicon. So he cannot, he cannot fire back or anything. Yeah. Like, he's just, he just has to sit there and take it. At some point during this, I show, I'm doing a shout out that, uh, Red Alert drifts on Demolisher at some point. Oh, I didn't even notice that shit. <laughs> Like, Red Alert is just going all over the place. You think Hotshot is the one who's doing all the acrobatic stunts? No, it's Red Alert. The, like, <laughs> the equivalent like, the 45-year-old, like, med tech my, is just doing all sorts of stunts. My favorite ratchet joke from, like, G1 in the comics is him going, first do no harm and locking and loading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a healer, but... Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so yeah, like... If someone says the Decepticons are up to their old divide and conquer trick, which I think uh, that might be a, a sly little uh, uh, reference to G one because there is a a G one episode called Divide and Conquer that was like a season sure one episode. Sure is. And so, like, because uh, they're they're trying to split the Autobots up to prevent them from reinforcing Optimus, right? So, like, I think it's it's Demolisher is fighting. Who is it? Is it? It's it's Hotshot, right? No, it's Red Alert because I just mentioned Red Alert like drifting on his face. Uh, I, Starscream at some point is fighting Hotshot, or no, he's not. That's that's the next one. Starscream is on yeah. is after that mini. Yeah, no. So in the midst of this, uh, so Megatron is beating Optimus's ass, and he's about to like finish Optimus off when s- someone is like, "Guess who's here to ruin everything?" And it's Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, God damn it! Can you just fucking stay? You are ruining my steez right now. So um, he shows up and he's like, Megatron, let me finish Optimus off. And Megatron's like, You fucking idiot! I'm going to kill you for real this time. Yeah, it's like I'm the only one who gets to do that. Um, like, yeah. Star- so Starscream and Megatron are facing out Optimus, who is n- it's not two on one, even if they don't, you know, they aren't really attacking him together. At this point, uh, there, there, I didn't take note of a shot of his uh, his fusion cannon. It's like from a side shot when he's talking to Starscream, where it looks, and I, you know, I, I had to say that it it looked very turgid. Uh, it okay. was like drawn very thick, okay. and I, it was very okay. distracting. I was like, what okay. the fuck is that? 
listen, okay. it's a hip level cannon and he grabs it. I don't know what you want. Listen, folks, I've done an entire PowerPoint about how Transformers have sex, so <laughs> listen, this is not Are fusion cannons involved? Okay, well, look, this is an entire conversation we can have <laughs> otherwise. But needless well. to say, um in G1 at least, uh Tr- uh, uh, Megatron transforms into a Walther 38, and there's a lot of mass displacement that goes into that, and you can sort of take it from there, I guess. Yeah, you sure can. But, rather than talk about mass displacement, if you know what I mean, um, there's other things going on, because Optimus is in a bad way, but, and, and you know, th- it looks like there's no backup coming. We get, okay, we get something that I'm conceptually in love with. Um, which is Micron Combiners. Yes. So the Street Action team have been watching this whole thing, and they, 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 you know, Optimus is, is trying to protect them bodily by just taking blast after blast from Megatron here. He is in a bad way. And so they combine, the SureShock, Highwire, and Grindor all combine into uh, Perceptor, who yet again is another that, G1. Is that the yes. N- Oh no! Yes, this is Armada Perceptor. The the brainy science officer from G one is now three kids in a trench coat. Uh, uh, okay. I they mean, were just they were just they were just throwing names at whatever at that point. I they hope, just needed to keep the trademark. I do hope that the combiner of Perceptor still transforms into a magnifying glass. Well, we know what he transforms into. It's well, a, that's it's, right. A scooter, a skateboard, and a bike. No, I mean uh, him as a combiner. I don't think he has an alternate mode. Of course not. Um, Com- no combiners do. Gestalt. Yeah, what is his name in the in the sub? Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> give me a second. Um, Bumble. This is Bumblebee in Armada or in uh, in Micron Legend. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, it's Bumble! It's Bumble! It's Bumble! He's here. Okay, I do wanna <laughs> I do wanna just note some of the other foreign names actually. So in Korean it's Pigeon. Pigeon. And in it, French! And in French it's Perpetrator! Perpetrator! What? What a good franchise Transformers the, is! The fuck it. The f- we spotted the perp, and he just stunted on Megatron and Starscream. <laughs> Megatron and Starscream got their ass beat by three kids standing on each other's shoulders. And, and literally three kids in a trench coat. Like, Perceptor just teleports around. He, like, skates around, because Shershock has the legs, so he's just skating around on these scooter legs, and just teleporting around and just knocking these full-ass robots around. Yeah, so they get knocked on their ass, and Optimus is like, "Anyway, I'm gonna go get this Micron." What's yeah, so he's good? like, "All right, let, let me let me get in there." And it turns out it's his old partner Minicon. We do not get this in the Japanese version. Really? Yeah. So in the, in the Jap- dub, he says in the Japanese version, Minicon. he it is absolutely new, and he's like, "Will you lend me your power?" He's I basically like, more, like "Well, like I know we've just met, but will you lend me your power?" And I quite like that. He's like, hell yeah, I will. I like that more than, you know, the other, like, it's my old partner Minicon, you know, just like Megatron had. Uh, which, by the way, another weird dub thing. Uh, he calls this Minicon Leader One in the dub at the end of the episode. He's like, with Leader One's help, this is not his name. His name is Sparkplug. 
in the dub. Yes, named after the dad from G One. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, in the let me let me look, let me look at what his name is in in Micron Legend. It might be the same actually. Oh, uh, it is uh, Prime. It's Prime. <laughs> okay, this is Prime. Here he is. Yeah, I I really like uh, Sparkplug's design. He's got a cool head. Um, he come. He comes out posing. I forgot about this. He does. He's got his like. He's got his like he's, arms crossed. He's literally stunting on everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, and then so so Optimus and Spark Plug combine. Optimus goes super mode, combines with Spark Plug, and he, you know he got that thing on him. Yeah, he was like, guess what? Um, Team Rocket's gonna blast off again. Yeah, he just fucking blows Starscream Megatron away with this huge cannon, and Megatron's like, okay, time to go, bye-bye. So they all warp away in their short-distance warp that the Decepticons have been shown to have now. Um, The funniest part of this for me is uh, Sandstorm, who gets, like, yeeted out of midair. Yes. He's, like, mid-laugh in the dub when he gets teleported away. It's really funny. It's really well done. Yeah, so they're they're back on the base. Uh, well, first, yeah, all the Autobots are celebrating. You know, they have a new they have a new friend. This is where he calls him Leader One. Um, I I also need to call out uh, Gary Chalk the way he says Minicon. It's like Minicon. It's like an E in there. It's a schwa. So it's, and there, a, it's a schwa, and there's nothing you can do about it anymore. <laughs> it's a Minicon. Um, but yeah, they're, everyone's happy. You know, Comrade is obviously named after spark plug here he is their new comrade yeah. he no, he reads he reads theory yeah exactly he's uh he's grimes in a <laughs> in, oh, a, in a steampunk in a fucking like in steampunk a wish, elf yeah, outfit in a wish.com steampunk onesie <laughs> uh reading communist manifesto god yeah so we cut uh we cut back to we cut up to the moon base yeah. where megatron is brooding the last thing we get in this episode is megatron like talking to sandstorm and or is it sandstorm or is it ironhide i think it's i think i'm pretty sure it's cyclonus okay i thought it was sandstorm yeah so he's talking to sandstorm and sandstorm's like why do you even like pay attention to that guy and so megatron's like starscream is the guy who sucks and that makes him dangerous. <laughs> we we don't, we don't really get that in a bit. But Cyclones are just like, hey, why did you like throw Starscream in the detention block for what he did today? And Megatron's like, I need to make sure to keep all you fuckers in line that if you disobey me, you will be punished. It does not matter who you are. Yeah. So his actual line, his actual line to Sandstorm, I, I shouldn't joke, is is actually really good, which is. Starscream is pathetic, but he is also desperate, and that level of desperate should not be desperation should not be underestimated. Yep, which we will we will see. How I'm that sure that I'm sure it's nothing. Episode. I'm sure it's nothing. Don't worry about yeah. it. I do. I will say that after uh, right before they warp away, and after they get blasted on their ass, there is a, there is a nice classic line of of Megatron just saying. This is your fault, Starscream. Before warping away, it's like ah, the good old days. Remember when? It's remember when it had only been fifteen years. Yeah, isn't so, that weird? Isn't it weird that it's been longer from the original G one cartoon? Uh, sorry, but it's been longer from Armada to now than the original G one cartoon to Armada. That's 
so fucking weird. I always hate it when that happens. I hate the passage of time, personally. Yeah. So, I guess we just hop into uh, Soldier here. Yeah, or in in the sub, it is Military Men. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, names is the same. Uh, so I have a note actually here. So the this is the first Armada episode to have the proper intro. I didn't mention it, but episode four oh. starts with a shortened like eye catch intro, um, which is just like Optimus driving through the desert and transforming while the kind of like eye catch music plays, mm-hmm. which is a more heavy version of the main Armada riff. This is the actual Armada intro, and there were a few versions of this in the early episodes. It is Rad uh, narrating the the premise of the show over the opening, Um, you know, the immortal, my name's Rad, and I want to tell you about the Transformers, Um, and just telling you what the show is about. Later uh, episodes would have the narrator delivering the opening opening dialogue here, but like, this is the actual start of the, the Armada intro. I just wanted to make note of that, and it's really fucking weird that it took until episode five. That is a little bizarre, yeah. Uh, so Hotshot's playing tag with the kids. He's not very good at it. He has to cheat. Well, he, oh wait, okay. They say it's cheating. He, they are also using microns. I guess, but like, Jolt is a helicopter. So. <laughs> That's, that is more mobility than a skateboard has. More mobility he, than his skateboard, which is a rocket jet-powered. Oh, God. You know, he never uses the rockets, presumably because if he did, he would just be... Th- it's a fucking rocket-powered skateboard. You can't stay on it. You'd just be thrown from the skateboard. But, yeah. So they're playing tag, and all the kids are using their microns, and Hot Hot Rod decides, if you're using your microns, I'm going to use mine. He uses Jolt to um, scruff... Carlos, like a kitten? Yep. This, this is foreshadowing, by the way. Yeah. So, the entire time, we just get shots of Red Alert hard at work trying to get this goddamn base up and running, while Hotshot is running around playing tag. And he's, I mean, and eventually he's just like, Hotshot, can you fucking, like, take this shit seriously for a little bit? Absolutely not. Here? Have a nice day. No. Yeah, Hotshot's like, I don't, um... Sounds fucking boring. I was recruited as a warrior, so I shouldn't have to help out around here. And Red Alert's just like, oh, you, you fucking asshole, what did you just say? Uh, like, yeah, so this is this is kind of where we get the, the main conflict between yeah. these two kind of introduced. And I will say, again, like, Hot Rods is the same. This Hot shit, Rods is totally the same. This is, despite this being like a combination, Hot Rod in the show being like a combination of like G1 Hot Rod and probably Bumblebee. Um, Bumblebee never had this much to. No, no, I, I I mostly mean in terms of like design and color. like and like experience. Like yeah. this is like Hot Rods is the same. This is a hundred percent. All the things that happen in this episode is a hundred percent something that G1 Hot Rod would say. Oh yeah, absolutely. Particularly like... pre Matrix. Oh yeah, like this is uh, you like just just slap Judd Nelson over some of this dialogue. It fit right in with G One Hot Rod here, and eventually, like, oh yeah, there, there's a weird internal monologue Alexis has where she's watching these two kind of bicker, 
um, where she's like, you know, everyone's really on edge. You know, the, 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 I have a feeling some big move is going to happen. So I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> so, so anyway, Ratchet's like, please, please, I'm begging you, be quiet for like five minutes so I can finish this. A very important work that I'm trying to do here. And Alexa's like, yeah, so tell me more about like that work and all that. And they have, like, there's like this flashback to Cybertron, which looks like dog shit. It's really pixelated, it's yeah. It's extremely pixelated. It looks like, I was like, what the fuck is this pixel art? But, like, Ratchet's like, listen, like, I know this space really well. I know Optimus really well. We've been friends for a very long time. And I know Hot Rod Wells, like, extremely well as well. He's just like, you know, he's younger. He hasn't been here as long as the two of us have. Um. So Does Optimus come in at some point to, like, tell them to knock it off i believe yes yeah because like, i think in in the in the dub optimus tells hotshot like hey listen like i know you think red alert is just some stuffy shirt but like he he and i were in the shit yeah back in the day he was he was my he you know i, I couldn't i would not have made it through the war without his help you haven't seen the full extent of his abilities is what he says um, yeah hell you know you have not oh i'm so excited he uh, not to get ahead of myself, but he shoots the fucking chest pizza in this episode. Ultimate or frisbee? His fucking I I forgot that he actually does do the 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 chest thing in uh, in the show. I I thought that might have been a uh, toy only feature, but no. Um, but yeah, like he's kind of like listen, you know, it's not all like combat experience and, and war hero stuff that's important. Like Red Alert was always like very careful and cautious and, and always like kept up uh, up his duties and that's why he's here with us now because he's very reliable anyway the hotshot is still unconvinced yeah and anyway in the middle of all of this new micron just dropped yeah and the optimist says that's the minicon signal it looks like we're about to get busy <laughs> get busy living or get busy dying am i right optimist <laughs> so this one is out in the fucking arctic which you know i really hope those jumpsuits have like or have some good thermal padding because they don't they're holoforms well (laughs) i hope they don't get frostbite yeah literally the gang gets hypothermia uh before we see them head to the arctic though we get up to the moon base here where so you know they they have also detected the new minicon and uh i believe cyclones and demolisher are wondering where Starscream is. Yeah, um, no, well, and... well, Megatron's like, <laughs> where's Starscream? I usually hear his whining by now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it changes because I think they're like, are you going to let Starscream come with us on this mission? And then Starscream holds his sword Wait, to demolish okay. his neck. Starscream literally is like, what the fuck did you... Well, yes, so, like, Sandstorm's like, he probably went on ahead. Um, he's probably trying to get glory by himself, and then he finds himself on the wrong end of a, sh- of a, of a wing saber, and Starcher's like, what the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the military academy of boasts, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids on the Senate, and I have over 300 confirmed kills. See, in the dub, he just has, like, a weird, creepy laugh. <laughs> it's really weird. He holds his sword up to Demolisher's neck and just goes, <laughs> <laughs> That sucks. 
That's Excuse not great. Me? That's not great. And I, I prefer him in the sub here, where he, he literally yeah. is just like, try saying that to my face again, you shitty bitch. And Sansurf's like, no, yeah, that's way better. I will not, actually. Uh, and then Megatron's like, cut out the fuck out, we're leaving. <laughs> we're going. Yeah, I learned last time, we're, we're not going to wait around this time. We should uh, We should get down there. Okay, so it's time to talk about the many different modes of Optimus Prime. Yeah, so they arrive in the Arctic. And I mean, so Optimus Prime is like, he stops, and everyone's like, "Hey, you good?" And he's like, "It's fine. It's I think the cold just might have check this shit out." Act. <laughs> yeah, so he deploy. He says, "All right, hang on. I need to. Uh, I gotta, you know, have Red Alert check me out. I think my the cold has like caused a little glitch in my drive system." So he deploys his fucking base mode. He just turns Based into. In prime he just turns into an aircraft carrier. Yeah, he's, his trailer turns into a base, and this this is another hardcore buy this toy moment because he got all the kids going, "Wow, it's so useful and cool!" And all the mini cons go to man it, and like, "Wow, look at all of this space you have that's, for your mini con figure." That's the worst part of it is all the microns going to be like, "He turns into a landing pad," and like Jolt specifically is like, "I am landing here because I'm a helicopter," and it's uh-huh. like, it's just so bad. Yeah. So there's a, there's a uh, the, when they they when they warp into the Arctic, they pass by some penguins, and Carl, Carl sees them and says, "Wow, it's a regular zoo in a freezer." What? 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 That's not a thing. I, Carlos always has the weirdest lines. It's like, what are you talking? But about? they're delivered with such a respectful accent. How can you? They, <laughs> Thank you so much, Matt Hill. Once again, I must remind you the voice of Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, uh. So they're setting up, and Ratchet is like, all right, I'm going to take care of this. And meanwhile, Starscream is like, I'm here on Earth now, and I'm going to get a fucking Micron. And he yeah, is... They're- you- <laughs> I do want to mention there's an extremely good visual joke. All of those Decepticons warp onto this iceberg, right? Well, first of, of all, first of all, Starscream is like, I'm going to be the number one contributor to global warming if it kills me. Fuck you, yeah. iceberg! Fuck you, yeah, he's iceberg! slicing icebergs up. But when they're warping in, Megatron warps in last, and when he does, the iceberg they're on tilts downward yeah! because he's so fucking heavy. It's pretty good. These were good episodes. I was, like, really surprisingly pleased with these episodes. I'm too goddamn thick, Demolisher. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak around, but on with the clap of <laughs> my, my, my servers keeps alerting The clap of my aft cheeks. <laughs> as we say, as we say in the Transformers fandom, the clap of my aft cheeks. Yeah, so Starscream immediately flies off and like, I'm gonna get the minigun and just flies off and stands Cyclone's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, what's his problem? Which is extremely funny coming from that guy. So it's like, it's, I don't know if this is the same in the dub, but in the sub, it is clear that like, so, uh, before he left for Earth, like, Starscream was like, is anyone going to like go after this minicon? And Megatron's like, if you want it so badly, why don't you go? And <laughs> Starship's like, fuck yeah, I will. And then leaves. And it is clear. That's basically like, yeah, Megatron's like, listen, if you want to get your Minicon, I'm not going to help you. Like, go get it then. But in in the sub, at least, it's very clear that Starscream is there on his own, and he doesn't know the other three are there. 
and that they oh, are trailing have... them, him. I think I think you're right. I think he warped in for like it was it was kind of clear. I, I thought they all warped in onto the iceberg. Maybe it was just uh, the other three. Because yeah, it's like Starstream is flying around <laughs> chopping icebergs in half. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, so uh, Red Alert is you know he's like all right, I got this all fixed. It was just a minor you know cold induced uh, you know thing. You you should be all good to go. And Hotshot is fucking impatient. So yeah. like, he and Carla, he's like, hey Carla, you want to fucking leave these nerds behind? So. So that's interesting because in the in the uh, sub, what it is is, hey, so I'm gonna just while you're fixing Optimus, I'm gonna like check my systems and see how well I can maneuver on the ice right now because if I do have an issue on the ice, it's going to be really bad if you run into the enemy and we don't know it and can't account for it. So I'm just gonna do like a test drive right so now. He has a. He, there's a little bit of that, but it's almost framed as in a more passive-aggressive way, where he revs his engine really loudly in front of Red Alert's face, and we're also like, "Jesus, Hotshot, what's your problem?" He's like, "Hey, I was just, I'm just doing a little test drive, like he said. I'm just making sure my systems work okay." And Red Alert's just like, "Yeah, whatever, fine. Yeah, I, you're, well, you're, you're good to go." Uh, yeah, it feels a little more genuine in this sub where he looks at Ratchet. He's like, "Listen, I feel like I'm in good condition." But let me do a quick little test drive to see and make sure that I can handle the terrain and that I'm not yeah. having any problems while you're fixing Optimus. And and Ratchet's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit more like bitchy in the sub or in the dub rather. Yeah. Um so he and Carlos drive off, leaving Rad and Alexis yeah. with Red Alert and Optimus. And Carlos is like, okay, they like get like I don't know, 500 meters down or whatever. And Carlos is like, okay, so you think we should head back? And Hot Hot Rod's like, no, we're not going back. That was just an excuse. <laughs> but Starscream finds a Minicon first. He, um, it's, it's lodged in the wall of an ice canyon. And he's like, fuck, yes, yeah, sweet, I found my Minicon. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of going down to try and break it out of the ice. He's doing like a we little say, victory dance around it as well. Yeah, Starscream <laughs> is is quite desperate for this minicon in this episode. Uh, uh poor Starscream. I but, uh, you I know, love Hot- him so. Listen, I'm Starscream Stan 1991, but Jesus, dude, like woof. So, oh yeah, actually, um, we should say that to assist him driving on the ice, he does get jolt to, like, attach to the back of him, Hotshot does. Yes. This is important because he would be dead. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> so while, so he also locates the Minicon in Starscream, who is uh, okay. headbutting an ice wall. Well, um, one second. Just, what jolt, you may ask yourself, what does it look like to put a helicopter on the back of a sports car? <laughs> And the answer may not be what you suspect, but the answer is basically like, hey, you know those, like, bayou boats with the large fans on the back of them? It's that! Yeah, Yeah, Hot Shot turns into a fan boat. Um, Like, Jolt's propeller kind of goes down the back and allows Hot Shot to go faster, I guess. Even though the propellers aren't spinning. But yeah, so they find the Minicon and also the idiot uh, smashing the wall to get at it. 
Um, but at that point, uh, Cyclonus and uh, is it Cyclonus and Megatron, or just Cyclonus who caught up? Um, shit. I believe it's just Cyclonus. Yeah, I think it's just Sandstorm. Because what happens is, so in the previous episode, we said, man, it seems really dangerous for them to be hanging on to these kids in, in their interiors while they're fighting Decepticons, and Hotshot agrees. So, so what he does is <laughs> swerve, uh, you know, drift, dump Carlos out of his side door into the ice canyon. Yeah, we had last, so last episode, Alexa was like, Rad, you didn't want to try flying, but hey, guess what? This episode, Carlos gets to try it. Yeah, and he seems terrified. So Hotshot just dumps this kid in the can. Joel bad. has to Joel has to swing down to pick him up. Uh, it's like this is why you should never trust Hotshot with kids. He's not responsible. Um, so he he transforms to fight Starscream and Cyclonus here. Starscream kind of breaks away. Or actually, I think isn't there a point where Hotshot tackles Starscream in car mode? <laughs> Yes, yeah, 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 so this is... That's the opening move, right? Yeah, so... Because Starscream climbs up once he sees Hotshot come and says, You aren't gonna get my Minicon, and then Hotshot just fucking knocks his ass into the canyon with his, like, grabbers or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. All of this is, like, extremely funny stuff. There's, like, a big fight, and, like... The other Decepticons come over. The best part about it is that, um, like, so, like, there's, like, all these explosions happening, and the other Autobots are like, hey, what's going on over there? And Optimus is like, mm, I'm gonna guess that that is Hot Rod. Uh, so, yep. It's a red alert. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'll, I'll go get him. Yeah, so Ratchet heads on over, and uh, he's like, he Ratchet ends up in a Mexican standoff, basically, with Megatron, who has grabbed Hot Rod. Yes, is he's holding him hostage. Holding him like I hold my cat. Yeah, he's not holding him at gunpoint or anything, he's just, like, sort of grabbing him. Yeah, has just, like, like, sort of grabbed him around the torso, and he's so large that Hot Rod can't do anything about this. Yeah, I actually should say that uh, Jolt... Uh, I believe deposited Rat. Uh, so Carlos is back up on the on the on the on the ice, and I think uh, Rad and Alexis accompany Red Alert over here. And the three of them, I th- are 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 they going to get the minicon? Or I'm I'm misremembering. I'm just think maybe I'm thinking about episode three when they're in that cave, getting the minicon. I don't actually remember. Oh, everything got a little fuzzy because I was too busy thinking about the chest. Pizza. So they so Carlos has is like hanging on to the cliff by a thread. That's what they've gone to do. They've gone to save Carlos. Right. Um, who, he gets knocked he off is, by the but light he is, But where he is, is over where the the Micron is. Okay, so yeah, so there he's like, hang on guys, I, I got this, I'll, I'll get the Minicon. Meanwhile, Hotshot is getting fucking lit, lit the fuck up by everyone here. Eventually he's taken hostage, and, you know... Megatron's just like, yeah, you you know, you just uh, don't move, or the, the the annoying little yellow one gets it. But Red Alert is a is a tricky motherfucker. Yeah, and he's like, you're about to find out why why I'm the ultimate frisbee champion for a million years in a row. He launches the as I said, the fucking chest pizza out of his out of his like chest compartment. It just it just fucking buzzes Megatron. 
forcing him to let Hotshot go. Um, and like, at some point, actually, before this, at some point before this, it's like, <laughs> Megatron, like, berates Starscream. He's like, oh, what a disappointment. And Cyclonus calls him a piece of trash. Yeah. Bro, if Cyclonus is roasting you, you done fucked up. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, I, uh, Sandstorm has, like, maybe two neurons to rub together, so. And all, both of them have guns drawn on them. He is not a smart man. Yeah, so, meanwhile, all this is going on, and Optimus is like, hey, have you seen uh, Sonic and Mario at the Winter Games? And he is coming in for the uh, this... snowboarding championship here, except no board, just him on his legs. This fucking slaps. I love it. He's like, hey, because, like... You know, they're still outgunned and outnumbered here, uh, Hotshot and Riddler, but then Optimus just comes sliding down. He's, he's sliding over cars while he shoot, except he's the car. Daddy, sorry, daddy, sorry. <laughs> he's so cool. He's just sliding down the shoot, the, the mountain, blasting away with his fucking wrist blasters. It's, it's fucking cool. It rolls. Meanwhile, Starscream is ignoring all of this. Yeah. Because, like, everyone else is in, all right, uh, Optimus is here, fun's over, time to is, retreat. This is not Starscream's shining moment of competency. No. Because, so Megatron and everyone else, van, you know, warps away. All right, full retreat. Starscream does not warp away, because he <laughs> he is still climbing that fucking canyon. Is like, finally. He's running up that minicon. hill to make that deal with God, baby. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the minicon. And he goes, like, I got it. I got the minicon. And then, and then Jolt, Jolt just swoops down and grabs it. Just, like, grabs it. He must have been holding it. Like, you know, is he, like, limp wrist emoji? Is he, like... Yes. <laughs> yeah, but he just... I lo- the, the fucking delivery on, on, on Starscream with the dull ears, right? Because he, he's like, yes, finally, my very own minicon. And then Jolt swoops down and goes, And then there's a pause and he goes, Well, No! <laughs> I don't think he says ah. anything here in the sub. He's just like it's even funnier. <laughs> yep, and yeah, so they they have the minicon now, and Starscream just has to run away in disgrace yet again. Miniconless. He just wants a little buddy. He just wants a little guy. He. <laughs> As as oh, any cat owner will tell you, he just wants to wake up and look at a little guy and know that there's a little guy who lives in his house. Yep. Oh, I should we should say that um, they the humans you know obviously they're in danger because Starscream is climbing back up the canyon. Uh, so Red Alert <laughs> gives them a a ride on his fucking frisbee, which is apparently safe to stand on, despite also being a, like, projectile. It's all holoform. It's all hard it's all light. purpose. So they have this minicon, and they go back to base, where they uh, they, they go to try and awaken it. And it, and, it, and it starts to awaken, but the minicon doesn't come out. It just shows them, like, a fucking JPEG of the guy. Uh, and then goes back dormant again. And everyone's, and everyone's just kind of like, Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? We'll figure it we'll, out we'll, next time. We'll learn what that means. I, I can tell you that that little guy's name is Runway. Um, and he is a fairly significant minicon. Not necessarily because of his character, because he, he doesn't have one. He's a little guy. But he's significant in another Listen, way. Listen, his we'll, name is we'll Runway. Take him. a fucking guess who his partner is after this episode. <laughs> as well oh, man. like you get three guesses and the first two don't count so uh, that's it for 
Soldier. Yeah, these are two very fun episodes. This is like mini con of the week shit that I remember loving. Yeah, it's like the animation was solid. Everyone looked, uh, the, everyone looked quite good. I thought. Um, oh, I, and I also, well, actually, yeah. I, before we move on, I, I forgot. I wanted to talk about uh, when they get back to base. Hotshot and Red Alert have a sort of they, they sort of make up. Where Hotshot's like, hey man, I just wanted to apologize. I, I I've been acting real shitty to you, and you know, Optimus told me how you were like a cool guy, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry. And I Red respect just, like, you, you now. <laughs> Yeah, Redler just, but Redler's just like, Hotshot, you don't have to do this. I, I know. Like, we're, we're, we're partners. It's fine. Hot, hot, yeah, Hot Rod's like, like no, no. Hot Rod's like, I didn't know you had an established kill count. And like, <laughs> Ratch is like, yeah, okay. Ratch is yep. like, cup here. He is. He, That's... it is extremely the cup Hot Rod relationship here. But, Shit. and this is where Optimus walks in and sees them talking and just makes a big goofy thumbs up. God, at least it's not Springer and his four increasingly shitty dads. Yep. Like, Optimus just walks in, sees them getting along, and is like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when they awake in the minicon and like it just it just shows them a JPEG and then goes back to sleep and everyone's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We actually have some questions this we time. We have a few. So before we go into questions, just uh, a plug as well. Please join our Discord. We'd love to have you. Um, Everyone's free to join our Discord. You can look at the the fucking picture of Optimus giving the thumbs up, which <laughs> I love. To look at. Um, you can find a link to that Discord, a permanent link in the description uh, of this episode. You can also find it on our Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. What we will get to later, but. And of course, you can also find the dub of Transformers Armada for free on Tubi in its entirety, along with like a lot of other Transformers. Like shows. basically the entire Transformers franchise in English. And you can find Micron Legend. You know, you know where to find Micron Legend. I'm winking at you very hard right now. So let's get to these questions. Um, let's see here. Our first one is from Stephen Carshmallow. <laughs> which is, uh, <laughs> what sport would be the best if you replaced the humans with big robots? Um, well, 500 foot robot golf made a pretty strong statement for that. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good one. I'm going to say Hmm. synchronized swimming. Oh, fuck. How big of a pool would you need for that? There are, there are lakes. Listen, there are great lakes. (laughs) Oh man, I I wanted to go boating with my family. Some of them. But it's the goddamn Cybertronian synchronized swimming competition up in Lake Erie. Listen, Fuck. some of them even border Detroit. So, like, what more could you ask for? There we go. Um, I would like to see the graceful movement of these big My fuckers. first reaction was actually to say polo, but that would just break horses a lot. And I'm not a horse well, hater. <laughs> well, just get the, like, the fucking horse Gundam from G-Gundam. Funsaiki. Piloted. Yeah, piloted by a horse. Christ. Um, Everything I do is robots. <laughs> <laughs> well you can you could find like a guy who transforms into a horse <laughs> how much would that suck to be like the, the guy that the other guy rides the beast wars yeah. character who transforms into a horse oh that are, this reminds me of like all the times i'm naming him derby rat trap yeah derby is extremely going rat trap rode rhinox around all the time in beast wars I mean, and just, like clung to his back listen rat trap and rhinox were fucking dating in beast wars that's all i'm gonna say on that subject until at least until we start watching time, it oh yes and then there was that time dinobot rode rat trap <laughs> what is 
incredible franchise this is. Uh, do you have any other sports in the era that you think would be better? I mean, boxing. Like, Just rock'em, sock'em robots? Yeah, rock'em, sock'em robots, but at scale. Yeah, exactly. Um basketball that we have seen transformers playing basketball in the past and i can confirm it is pretty ballin yeah dunkamus prime um okay next question is from hornmeister which is what are your favorite penguins i'm so excited that i actually have an answer for this because when i was in middle school we had to do um a project about penguins and we are all assigned a specific species of penguin and I got the rock hopper penguins. And rock hoppers have- are those the ones with the like uh, the, the little things on the head. The, like, they have yellow. They have almost. little yellow tufts. Yes, I love yeah, those guys. So I got rock hopper penguins, and I've been obsessed with rock hopper penguins ever since then. They're so cool. Um, yeah, I remember I, I saw Happy Feet way back in the day, and I always liked the the, the rock hopper penguin character in that. They just have, like, a a cool look. I mean, obviously, the classic Emperor Penguin, you know... Can't go wrong. Absolute fucking units. uh, Great at tap dancing. What else, you know? What else could you need? Good at marching. I actually never saw that movie. I don't know if they're good (laughs) at marching or not. Um, And then our... Sort of our our last question, which has been become (laughs) multi-parter... From Cast Caster Agnia, if you had to ship two trucks (parentheses having sex), which ones would they be? And as a follow-up to that, Stephen put, "Wait, literal trucks or transformers?" Because I can probably think of an answer for both, and the answer is apparently both. So, for the two this... the two trucks having sex, who are transformers? I mean, I, I have plenty of, of ships I can yeah. send to from IDW because they have given they have fed me plenty. But are they trucks? Here's the thing: I have a lot of ships as well, no. but they're mostly planes. That's true. Uh, Roller and Optimus from IDW—that's a good one. That's pretty good. Um, here, okay. Here's here here's my uh, answer for Transformers: is um, Impactor Megatron. Ooh, that's good. They aren't trucks though. I mean, they, they're closer, though. They're, they're, they're like construction vehicles. Yeah. yeah, I guess that counts. That's like, I mean, that is close enough to me than like being like a land or sea vehicle. Ultra Magnus is me- and Megatron, that's another good idea. Oh, is Magnus a truck? I guess he is. Yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll he do... He is a truck. I'll do, I'll do, yeah, I'll do, um... I'll do Ambus Megatron. I'll do his real form. <laughs> I'm a real fan. <laughs> Turn into a car. I forget what Ambus even actually turns into. Ambus turns into a mustache. He does. He's he's so small. He's so small. And his mustache is the literally only defining part of him. Mm-hmm. Um. And then in terms uh, of two trucks, getaway and a trash compact. <laughs> Please fuck that guy so hard. Jesus Christ. Uh, sucks so bad. He's he's the literally probably my least favorite character in the entire franchise of Transformers. To be fair, he was made to be pretty fucking. I know, but he is like remarkably good at being the guy who sucks. He sucks. I hate him more than Tarn. That's like a lot. Because Tarn is cool, at least. Like he's got a fucking cool thing where if he sings it, you we're going. We're gonna have to disagree on Tarn. I think Tarn is like one of the nerdiest, stupidest characters ever created. I love him for it, but he's got two fusion cannons. (laughs) That seems like Megatron, but better. (laughs) 
<laughs> Notice me, senpai. Um, exactly. In terms of literal trucks, um, a Rolls Canardly. Two Rolls can- <laughs> Just a Rolls versus a Canardly. There you go. The Oscar Minor Wienermobile. <laughs> Come on, Nero. Hmm. I'm trying to think of other funny novelty trucks, but the only one he's getting fucked by the Goodyear blimp. Don't worry about it. There we go. <laughs> the Oscar Minor Wiener Mobile and the Goodyear blimp. Oh Christ! They're in love. That is that is. I don't know what ship that is, but that is a Cannon Transformer ship somewhere. <laughs> Imagine being the guy who turns into the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Um. <laughs> Weenie-tron. Wheelie. Oh. <laughs> God. Wheelie or Huffer? <laughs> they really did name a guy Huffer. They sure fucking did! I wonder why that guy never shows up anymore. Yeah. Who could say? Who could say? Uh, folks, we've been Prime Cuts. Uh, we sure have. You can find us on oh. Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. Again, our uh, you, our website link there is the permanent link to our Discord. Please join our Discord. We'd love to have you. We already have a really nice small community, but we'd love to grow it um, a lot. I want a nice big community. Exactly. Um, you can find us on the Noise Space Network, which we are so excited to be a part of. Uh, you can find the Noise Space Network at noisespace.xyz. Uh, because we are managed by Matt GameCube, our webmaster, who is Canadian. Um, and you can find that at noisebase, right, at noisebase.xyz. Um, other shows on the network that are really, really great include Kamarocha Radio and Kyle XY and Slappers Only and Zero to Zero. There's so much uh, stuff on there. A uh, special shout out to Nightmare and Era, uh, Donna Roy's Nightmare and Era, which I know has shouted us out in the last week or so. Um, yeah. and, uh, personally, you can find me, Audrey, at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke, which you should all get if you're somewhere within the Northeast where Optimum Online operates and are listening to this podcast. Uh, you can find me there at Optimum on Prime on Tumblr and Twitter. You can also listen to the other podcast I host, which is Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We're at the end of GX Season 2. That's also on the Noise Space Network. You can find us on Twitter at, at Pod of Greedcast. And if you're interested in hearing more from me, you can follow at The Reticulation on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook. That's T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-O-N on um, for updates about a website I am trying to launch with a very good friend of mine to uplift and spotlight LGBT voices in a realm of pop culture criticism. And you can find me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher. Uh, you can find some of my other projects, past and present. I've got my uh, She-Ra podcast, at Podcast of Power on Twitter. Recently finished that with my good friend Jane. I am currently co-hosting on Disney Minus, which is a you know podcast all about the michael mouse media properties um if i were to meet him in single combat i would tear his spine out like a predator that's a disney minus pod um (laughs) you can also find me and jane's next podcast project which should be starting up pretty soon radio free heidelin the complete uh a complete analysis of final fantasy 14 uh the entirety of it 
leading up and and following Endwalker, uh, eight you know eight years of story content, finished the uh, the last Shadowbringers patch. Congratulations! Uh, you no longer have to play up to level sixty. No. <laughs> They're doing it yeah, for yeah, you. It. Yep. Uh, I finished the last Shadowbringers patch. It did make me cry several times. It's a good game. Uh, you can find that over at Heidelin Radio on Twitter. And uh, that's me. Uh, so Ugh. until next time, I'm going to place a photo in my Starscream cringe compilation and roll out. I am going to attempt to slide down uh, the the slope, firing seven guns, just like my hero, my cool Uncle Optimus Prime, and then I'm going to trip and literally roll out. Peach. Robo Peach. <laughs>